Welcome to the podcast of Woburn Baptist Church. We hope that you enjoy listening to the sermons and other audio provided by us. Feel free to share what you find here, and we hope that it will be beneficial to you as you seek to know and follow Christ. The text we'll be looking at this morning is uh, Matthew chapter 7. We'll begin in verse 7. We'll go through verse 12. And um, I think... Just like last week was very prone to being misunderstood and abused, I think this text that we're looking at today uh, can fall under the same kind of abuse. Um, we, We hear those words, ask and it will be given to you, seek and you will find, knock and it will be opened to you. And we sometimes can be tempted to think that's about material blessings, about uh, we want something really bad, so we ask God for it, we keep on asking God until we get what we want. Uh, Those kinds of verses can be used and abused by the prosperity preachers. That that say, well, if, if you don't get the things that you're praying for that you want, then it must be because you just don't have enough faith. Well, I don't think that's what Jesus is getting at here. I think some other things in the Sermon on the Mount itself, as we've been walking through the Sermon on the Mount, I think go against that very idea. Jesus is not telling us that we ought to ask for anything that's our heart's desire and He's going to give us if we just pray about it or ask or seek or knock about that. We need to pray according to His will, as He tells us elsewhere. Let's read our text. Matthew chapter 7, beginning in verse 7. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. And the one who seeks finds. And the one who knocks, it will be opened. Or which one of you, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good gifts, good things to those who ask him? So whatever you wish that others would do to you, Do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Lord, you have spoken to us. And when we gather here to worship you, it is not anything clever in what I say. None of that matters. What matters is your word. For it will last forever. What, anything that's just my ideas or, or um, my thoughts about this, no one will remember them a week, a month from now. But your word remains forever. Lord, let our emphasis this morning be on what your word says. Lord, we don't need ideas from a man. Lord, we need your word to feed us. 
Lord, to shape us, to change us into one degree of glory to the next. Father, give us ears that we might hear your word. Father, I pray that you would be with me. I am weak. I am prone to err. Lord, protect me from error. Lord, give me strength. Forgive me, a sinner who comes to your word and trembles to speak it. Help me, Lord. Give me boldness to speak forth your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus says to us, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And the one who knocks it will be opened. We hear these words and... Of course, our human thought, our fleshly thought is often to think of the flesh. But let's back up and and think about what Jesus has been saying to us so far in the Sermon on the Mount. It began with the Beatitudes. And when Jesus gave the Beatitudes, he He was saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are those who are persecuted. And Jesus came and He turns on its head our idea of what it means to be happy. That's how He begins this sermon that we see here in the pages of Matthew. And then He comes and He talks about the law And how he didn't come to get rid of the law, but to fulfill it. And he preaches a sermon on the law, on the Ten Commandments. And when he does that, again, he cuts our legs out from under us and shows us how our good works aren't good enough. Well, he shows us how we cannot keep the law. All of our attempts at trying to keep the law, they fall short. They're not good enough. Even if we can physically keep the regulations of the law, our hearts fall short. We may not murder someone, but we may call them a fool and thus earn the same punishment. So Jesus teaches us that our attempts at law-keeping all fall short. And then He comes to chapter 6. And again, He cuts our legs out from under us and He tells us, your good works, those good deeds, they're not good enough either. Prayer, giving to the poor, fasting, all of those things, they can be corrupted. We can be doing those things because we want glory for ourselves instead of giving glory to God. We can be doing those things because of our own pride and how it makes us puffed up and and feel good about ourselves instead of giving glory to God. Jesus cuts our legs out from under us. We don't have a leg to stand on our own righteousness. And Jesus said we had to have a righteousness that was greater than the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees. So how should we feel whenever we come through the Sermon on the Mount and we have our legs counted out from under us where we we are good, our, our, our keeping the law is not good enough? 
Our good works are not good enough. How should that make us feel? We should despair. Despair. Oh, Lord, I can never be good enough. I can never be good enough. And then he turns and he answers our despair. It's not in our good works. It's not in our law keeping. All you have to do is ask. All you have to do is ask. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you for everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. The one who knocks, it will be opened. Jesus told us before, when He tells us not to worry about things, about food, about drink, about what we'll wear. What does He tell us? You know, God knows that you need all those things. Our Father, He knows that you need all those things. And He will give you those things. But you seek first His kingdom and His righteousness. And then the next time He talks about seeking, He says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. What are we supposed to be asking for? His kingdom. And His righteousness. And it will be given to us. We don't need to go out and ask for a new car. And, and if we don't get it, oh, it's just because we don't have enough faith. No. And it doesn't even depend on our goodness. We ask. We ask. And He gives. We don't contribute anything to our salvation. No good works. No law keeping. We come to Him with empty hands and we ask Him for His grace. Then He says, He uses this uh, analogy. He talks about um, a father, earthly fathers, and how they give good gifts. He expounds what He's talking about. He says, Or which one of you, in verse 9, Or which one of you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent. If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask Him? He's here explaining to us the certainty that when we go to God and ask Him for that thing that He tells us to ask for, seeking the kingdom and His righteousness, when we go and we ask for what He told us to ask for, He will answer. He will give us what He has told us to ask for. He says that if a father, an earthly father, is asked by his child for a fish. You wouldn't give him a snake. That would hurt the child, right? Or, or for bread, you wouldn't give him a stone. Well, my son, Josh, if he asked me for a toy, would I give him that? Not necessarily. <laughs> there are certain things that he asks for that are not for his own benefit, not for his own good. I'm not going to give him a toy if I think that's not for his benefit. But here, what I think Jesus is talking about is we are to ask for those things that he's told us to ask for in the last chapter. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you as well. 
Seek first His kingdom. Trust in Him. And it's all for the asking. It, and He's working here from the lesser to the greater. If human beings, human fathers who are sinners can know how to give good gifts to their children, how much more does our Heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask Him? It's much greater. We think we've got a good dad here on earth. I love my father. He's a sinner. He's a great man. He's well known in in the community there at Pocahontas. Very respected. But I know him. I know he's a sinner. He'll give me anything that he has the power to give me. But how much more our Heavenly Father will be able to give those who ask him for his kingdom and for his righteousness. One of the things I think this teaches us, the gift, grace, it is open to anyone who Asks. Just like Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, you know, it, it, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Whoever confesses with their mouth, believes in their heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead, and calls out, cries out to the Lord, will be saved. And the song was saying, he will save whom He will save. You know, there are some who, who run from God. And God overcomes all of their resistance. Uh, we were sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore. Not having a thought of God on our, on our mind. And yet, God reaches down and grabs us out of that. We may not have even thought about God. And He saves us. And yet it's also open to anybody who asks. Anybody who calls upon His name. And there's this other verse. Verse 12. It's hard to make this fit with the rest of the passage. So whatever you, whatever you wish that others would do to you, do, them, do also to them. For this is the law and the prophets. Part of me is wondering, why did I put this in here? Why couldn't I wait until next week? Well, it's just one verse. And I didn't think I could preach the whole sermon on, on the one verse. At least not the way I preach. And part of it, it, it does fit together. Jesus here, he's talking about the comparison between good, between earthly fathers and how our Heavenly Father will give us so much more. And then He says, So, whatever you wish for others would do to you, do them also, do to them also, for this is the Law and the Prophets. We should imitate what our Father does. Our Father does good to everyone. Our Father provides food for the birds. He provides clothing for the grass and the flowers. He he reigns on the just and the unjust alike. He does good to those 
who re- resist him and rebel against him. I think the connection here is we ought to behave like him. Just as uh, our Father in heaven does better than even good fathers here on earth. He's telling us we should behave like he does in doing good to those who are our neighbors. Whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them. For this is the law and the prophets. He points that back to what he began in the Sermon on the Mount. He said, what what did he say? He said, I did not come to abolish the law and the prophets, but to fulfill them. And then he talked about the law and the prophets. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not lie. All of those things. And Jesus says here, you can sum that all up in one little sentence. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. This is the law and the prophets. Murder. You wouldn't want someone to kill you, so don't kill them. You wouldn't want someone to hate you, so don't hate them. All of the law, all of the prophets, they boil down to this. It's an exposition of what Jesus later call, in another place calls the second of the second greatest commandment. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. When we love our neighbors as ourselves, we do unto them as we would have done unto us. And so we fulfill the law and the prophets. But like I said before, none of us can do that perfectly. We all get on each other's nerves from now and then. Even a married couple... Um, I just winked at Amy. <laughs> we get on our, each other's nerves and we have, we have thoughts we shouldn't think about each other. We get mad. We get riled up. We all fall short. We all fall short of God's perfect standard. Our good works can't be good enough. Our law keeping can't be good enough. What should we do? We flee to the Savior. We flee to the Savior and we ask. Now, I want to deal with one more thing regarding this text. What about something that maybe you've prayed about for a long time and you still haven't seen it happen yet? Maybe prayer for overcoming some besetting sin. And you've prayed for years and years and years and you haven't had victory over this sin. Is God not being faithful? Well, I don't think it says anything about the timing here. It doesn't say immediately. We just keep on asking. We keep on seeking. And we keep on knocking. And we have the promise that when we do so, when we pray and we seek after His kingdom and His righteousness, when we pray and we ask God to rid our lives of secret sin, of besetting sins that were within us, it may take years, it may take decades. But God will be faithful to His promise if we do not lose heart. 
if we don't give up. So the, the next thing I want to say is don't give up. I'm not saying go pray for a new car. What I'm saying is pray for His kingdom and His righteousness in your life. Whether it's salvation or whether it's sanctification. Pray that God will grant it to you. Pray that He'll rid you of sin. And in His time, He will bring it about. He will fully sanctify everyone who asks Him to. But in His time. So my final words today are keep on asking. Keep on seeking. Keep on knocking. Ask Him for His kingdom and His righteousness to reign in your life. And we have a promise that He will answer. Thank you for listening to this message from Woburn Baptist Church. For more information, please visit us at www.wilburnbaptistchurch.org or you can also like us on Facebook.